Hello and welcome to Let's Talk with Chuck. Tonight, one of my favorite people in the world is here with me. Golden, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing grand, bud. And for the first time, we have a guest. First time on the podcast. And do you want to tell the people your name? Hi, I'm Lauren. <laughs> Listened for a long time, and now here I am. Yeah. Kind of cool being on this side of the microphone, huh? Yeah. Get to see some behind-the-scenes stuff you wouldn't normally see. <laughs> you know, all the extras that don't make it to Spotify. <laughs> okay. So, uh, now that I've got you both here held captive... Tonight's topic is mechanical augmentation. Cyberpunk 2077 has been brought into a spotlight due to a new anime and the game Singer Resurgence. Glossing over some of the more interesting parts of the game, we're going to look at some of the mundane, or at least it's viewed as mundane in that world. Cybernetic augmentation. It's commonplace in the world of cyberpunk to see someone with cybernetic eyes or a robotic arm or a leg, or even entire body skin transplants so that they appear to be made of gold. At least the ultra-wealthy, it's common. I would like to examine the aspect of humanity when it comes to such augmentation. To what degree can you augment yourself and still be considered human? Can you go full Borg like Adam Smasher and just be a brain and a spine? He retains autonomy. He only does what he's told for the money to keep the repairs up to date on his body. He's not a machine. I mean, he is, but you can't program him to do things. He just does them because someone's paying him. But for all intents and purposes, he doesn't have to eat or sleep or breathe. He sleeps to keep from going crazy, as I assume anyone would. But beyond that, he's not really a human He doesn't feel pain the way we would. His body, I'm sure, produces some sort of pain sensation to let him know he's in danger, but I doubt it's as numbing and shocking or jarring as it is to us. Is he still a human? Is he something beyond human or below it? Has he given up his humanity or has he overcome it? What do you think? I think at a certain point for me, um, I think it's pretty black, black and white. I still think that if you don't have some sort of human part, um, well, for instance, if I replace my leg and my um, and then my arm and then eventually my entire body, and I just have a brain left, I still think that that still makes you human. But if you upload your consciousness to say a device or the internet or whatever you want to call it, um, I think that that, and well, then you put that device into the body, I think that that, you wouldn't be human then. Once you leave the body, you, you've, so if you were just a, a program, a copy of everything you are now that was uploaded into another body and the original died, the duplicate is not human, it is something produced. But if it believes it's human, if it thinks and acts and feels like a human being, is it 
not human. I believe this is the same quandary that Deckard Cain ran into in Blade Runner. As someone who retired replicants, <clears throat> when you find a replicant that doesn't know it's a replicant, do you do you kill it? I have one one character that's I was just thinking as you were talking. Would you consider them human or a machine pretty much, right? Vision. That's a really good pull because he is not just a program. I mean, he is, yes, a scan of Tony and Bruce Banner's minds, but he's also an amalgamation of all the knowledge gathered by that AI, the AI itself. He is a culmination of multiple personalities that combined to create one unified being. And it draws its central power from the Mind Stone. It is... He is potentially more human than any of us could ever hope to be. So, another character I think of as is a... Dr. Manhattan. And he, his augmentations weren't even really cybernetic, but because of what was done to him, he transcended, because in his own words, he transcended his humanity. He became this omniscient being. But to people like me or you, I would say he became less human because he lost that aspect of morality, that human respect of right and wrong i mean hence the reason he just rorschach rorschach at the end of the movie right yeah well, that was a little different from vision but i just had to ask about dr manhattan i mean i i definitely but it's a good it's a good point though because what made him in my opinion less human wasn't necessarily an augmentation <clears throat> it was a change in thought it's not really because don't get me wrong, I understand where you're coming from, Lauren. Once you've left the body and are this AI, you're not human. But to me, I think you could still be human. I think that humanity comes from the loss of that instinctive knowledge of what's right and wrong. That instinctive will to at least try to be better. To try and do better. Once you become something that's so disconnected, you know, like Dr. Manhattan trying to spend time with his girlfriend while he worked on a nuclear fusion machine because he could make three or four of himself. Like, he's lost that connectedness. He's lost that human perspective. Because he, he did it not because he wanted to be an asshole, but because it was time efficient. I mean, he, he didn't understand why it meant something for him, just him, the one and only him to be present there with the woman that loved him because he he just didn't understand that anymore he had lost that human perspective <clears throat> so to me even if someone made a copy of me and put it in a new body and the original me died as long as that copy still withheld my instinctive ethics my morals my consciousness my conscious your humanity yeah my humanity if it, as long as it's still towed that line, I would argue that it's very human. <clears throat> as human as me, anyway. Yes, I agree with you there. 
Just part of me still wouldn't consider Vision human, though. Because, yes, he has all that knowledge. Yes, he has all that construct. But when you come down to it... There is no organics. Exactly. There's and, nothing. And see, that is that, that is really the, <clears throat> the two polarizing points of of humanity is is it related to the organics or is it related to the intellect is it related to that sentient thought mm-hmm. I get what you mean i really just for me vision would still be he wouldn't be considered human just because then i mean the way that they made vision you said was of multiple personalities and different multiple yeah exactly so to me that's still vision i wouldn't consider human it's just the idea and all the accumulated knowledge so even if he had that instinctive morals or ethics and had the ability to blend in seamlessly and like the blade runner question Mm -hmm. if he had the ability to appear and act human to such a degree that he was indistinguishable from other humans. Is he <clears throat> not a person? <sighs> kind of like at, at what point does an AI become a person? When yeah. you when you can't tell that you're not talking to a person. Like in, um, have you seen the new WandaVision? That's exactly yeah. kind of how vision is he's embracing all of his um you could call it humanity he's trying to understand where she's coming from and to like have a family with her and all this other stuff but and that that's a good example and then towards the end of it he makes the decision to ultimately sacrifice himself for the greater Mm -hmm. good which i think is an inherently human decision Mm -hmm. to do something that has a very negative outcome for you personally yeah Solely because it has a very positive outlook for humanity as a whole. The ability to make the decision between right or wrong. Exactly. So, if you're, even if you're full board, if you're just a brain, you know, or or if you're just a, a copy of that AI in a robot body, a as Vision essentially was just an AI. He. Might not have necessarily been a copy of any one person, but an amalgamation of several. But he was still just an AI in a body. And he made an ultimately human decision. So either he has that humanity, and we acknowledge his sacrifice as the loss of a good human life. Or he was just a machine, and it didn't matter. Like, no no people were harmed in the making of, you yeah. know? Yep. I would just I was just about to say, what if you um, took the perspective of he's a robot making a theoretical decision based on an accumulated amount of data? Exactly. I mean... He, and that's the opposite side of it. He could have he just came to that decision based on accumulated data. This has the greatest... This would be this how is, they would answer. This is the outcome with the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people... Doing this. It was the Iron Giant human. Okay, now see, I just punched you in the feels, right? Yeah. <laughs> Little Miss Data Points. Superman. <laughs> human? I would not. Wow. All right. Cold-blooded. I love it. So, 
I while I can definitely respect that viewpoint, my my counterpoint becomes there are so many humans who wouldn't make those decisions, who wouldn't choose to, you know, fly off into space and get exploded to save the kid, who wouldn't choose to fight their reality-altering psychopathic wife. They would just be like, I'm doing this now. Like, you know, they're, they're cowards. They're going to, they're going to fall short of that line. And not to discount their humanity as just a human being, but to say that, that they lack a part of their humanity, I would say yes. Because if, if, if ultimately the opportunity is, arises for you to allow harm to befall yourself and no one else that you care about, and it can't be totally avoided at all, or you can make it out of it fine, but the people you care about are going to be hurt. The human decision is ultimately to make that sacrifice. And if you choose not to do that, I would say whether you're a robot or not, you really don't have a key part of your humanity. So from my side of it, I would say absolutely. Vin Diesel, Iron Giant, definitely 100% human. I raised questions about Groot, though, because I saw what he did to those guys in that hallway with his arm, and I don't think that was a very human thing to do. That was a super tree thing to do. You know, when I saw that, though, you're saying that was overkill? That was a lot. Like, he impaled three guys and, like, bounced them around a bunch. Like, they were dead when he impaled them. They're just slamming them around is totally unnecessary. Iron Giant would have never done that. He was way more chill. Okay, that, that dude was shooting laser beams out his eyes, or not his eyes, his arms, and he was about to, like, pretty much nuke a small little town. That's a machine. Everyone makes mistakes, <laughs> Chucky. That's a very human. The two air is human. This air makes me stronger. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that. To air is human. I mean, wouldn't it be more machine-like if it did everything perfect, if it never made a mistake? (sighs) See, it's... It's just an error. Yeah. Machine makes error. That's why it's called human error, too. Not when it comes to machine, right? Well, I mean, every IT guy has had to take a call that resulted in user error. (laughs) They get there, and they were like, what's wrong? And they were like, it won't won't load up. And they were like, oh, uh, that's because someone made a, a, a screenshot of your desktop with all the icons on it and then deleted all your icons. There's nothing for you to click on. You should have known that when you right-clicked it and it didn't pull up an option tab. Look, I'm just going to put your icons back up here in the same place. And then when they got back, they were like, what was wrong with Steve's computer? And the IT guy was like, user error. It wasn't computer error. It was user error. Because it turns out the dude was, like, too dumb to realize that this was just a screenshot of his background. 
we've all done that. Like, well, at least all of us children who were <laughs> lucky enough to grow up in an era where people had personal computers rather than just a cell phone. But that was one of the best pranks you could pull on somebody. Like, you go over to your friend's house, the computer's in the living room. You screenshot the background with all the icons. <laughs> you delete all the icons. And you go home. And you never tell anyone about it. <laughs> and it's funny. Until you destroy somebody's family. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm going to go back to what I'm saying. Okay, how about uh, the robot from... God dang it. Iron Giant was a person. That's all I'm saying. I'm sticking to my guns on that one. <laughs> okay, but this... I'll give you RoboCop might not have been a person because he could be programmed. But that, the Iron Giant, that, he was a hero. He was a national treasure. <laughs> and I'm still waiting on Iron Giant too. So, I just, I, I don't know. He eats metal. He puts himself back together with no... Nobody helping him just because that's how he was designed. Right. He's a machine. Right. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, there are a bunch of people who I'm pretty sure call themselves Christians that would tell you their God designed them just the way they are. And you could argue that they were designed okay. like a machine. <laughs> or you got, you know. People who believe we're just an amalgamation of stardust hurtling through the planet with no real, or hurtling through the stars on the planet with no real purpose. And I would argue that that's just a, a toaster. It's a machine with no <laughs> real purpose. Everything can be a machine. Like, design. Talking about, my cat was designed to be a fat bastard and he does it really well. <laughs> Uh, it's like Garfield, but he's less <laughs> funny. God dang it. Alright. So we're going to roll this back to... What did we come to the conclusion with Vision? Human or not human? Alright. I can, I can see how one would concede that Vision isn't human. But my final point of contention and my closing argument on that is still going to be that even, even though he had a full grasp of what he stood to sacrifice, like what he stood to lose in that sacrifice, he made the sacrifice. He did what he had to do to ensure that hopefully somebody realized Wanda was just committing what I believe to be an infinite amount of war crimes. <laughs> Most likely. And it did, in fact, kill him. Like, he definitely lost that gamble. He was like... Because he even thought, like, maybe I'll make it, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, no, he did not. He lost that gamble. Which means that, like, even unsure of the outcome, he went into it knowing full well that that was the only real option. And that's something you don't see in nature. That's something you don't see... You know, you, you don't see a... a mother lion running in to fight six silverback gorillas for her cub they like that's just they she would understand like i'm gonna have to go make a new cub 
I didn't really like him. That's why I left him <laughs> unsupervised. <laughs> yeah, it, it was on me. I left him unsupervised. The gate to the pool was open. Oh, no. I was only gone for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I turned around for five seconds in the Target parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and I would argue that that's because they're not human. Like, lions and tigers aren't human. They don't have humanity. The ability to make the decision... To sacrifice yourself for the greater good is a very human thing. I just want to say one thing because if so... you're if you're gonna argue that Harambe protected that, no, kid. no, 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 no. <laughs> Talking about the one, how, oh, I left him. Oh, I forgot about him. The little joke. Mm. Yeah. So like, you think when she got home, her husband's like, "Where's the baby? Oh, I thought you had him." And then like the little eighty <laughs> thing goes off. And... <laughs> Okay, in one division, that would actually happen. Right. Just cuts to credits, freeze frames, like, oh, you. Freeze frames, rolls credits. And that's how it'll end like that. Oh, I thought you had them. After credits, it's just a baby in a car seat. Like just sitting in the Target parking lot, all strapped in, just sitting there next to a bag of like bread and eggs. Like <laughs> she left one bag of groceries in. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, hire me to write for US and yeah. <laughs> Me okay. and Chucky come as a duo. You have to pay us both equally. I'll, I will take my share in M and M's though, but only the green ones. Okay. Personal reasons. No, but I could see I could see how vision could be considered human then because you're right. Like if we were in the wild and this was like an animal instinct type thing, like either it's me or him. I'm gonna pick me because I'm. It's like survival is key. Exactly. So I really do think that you've changed my mind on vision. I think that he's got some type of humanity because you're completely right. Like. That's a very That's a human very decision. Human thing to do. Especially unsure of the outcome. Exactly. Cool. I'm glad I've won you over on that. Yes. I'm not budging on the Iron Giant. He is <laughs> he is still super, super human. <laughs> Alright, listen. He was programmed to defend himself because that's when he started attacking the army, okay? So, he is a machine. I'm programmed to defend myself. If a crackhead jumps me in the Target parking lot, he's catching hands. Like, I am programmed to defend myself. No, <laughs> you weren't programmed to be like, I don't feel like time to take my crackhead. I got hit in the face one time in, like, grade school, and my grandfather was like, you break the other kid's nose? And I was like, no. And my grandfather was like, all right, this is how you make a fist. The next time you do, <laughs> go forward. Really turn into it with your hips. You got a lot of you got a good center you of gravity. See the old black guy on Billy Madison. It's all in the hips. It's. I was definitely programmed to defend myself because, like, afterward, the next time it happened, I came home. My grandfather was like, "You got a black eye." Well, how would happen? The other kid was like, I broke his nose, busted his lip, and his friends pulled me off of him. He was like, "Good kid, let's go get you a burger." Yeah. <laughs> what was the old the old fellow though from Billy Madison? Was it a the one that he lost his hand? We were just talking about what is his name? I gotta say something. <laughs> um, man, it was just like one <laughs> word. Uh, I 
am I moving on from this? I'm unsure. <laughs> Google it, Lauren. Here. God damn it. I want to know. Is it Chubbs? Chubbs. That was it. Was it Chubbs? I found the gator that got your hand, Chubbs. It's Chubbs. He says, I found the gator that got your hand, Chubbs. And he opens the box. <laughs> <laughs> and the gator's just like staring up at him. And he loses it. Falls out the window, and that's how he dies. In the chubs. His name was Chubbs. I think so. His name I'm, is Chubbs. I gotta see it because I don't believe you. That's one hundred percent right, Chucky. That was a good pull. <laughs> I gotta know. My favorite is still Shooter McGavin, though. Like, I've made so many D and D characters named Shooter McGavin. Just Rangers, every one of them. It's, like, it's a Ranger with a crossbow, so I can do the finger guns. Yeah. But there were crossbows. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't Billy Madison. That wasn't the movie. Yeah, but no, it was Happy on. Gilmore. That's yeah, yeah. Chubbs. Just, okay. I. Hey, shooters! Remember me? He's got like the nail in his head. Oh my God! Yes, I you, Chubbs. Uh, but to touch back on our topic, would you consider Terminator human? Oh no, not at all. I mean, like, <laughs> even though, even though you know he, they they programmed him to like be a learning machine, and he can learn new mm-hmm. stuff. I, I will kind of agree with Chucky and and with you on on that. He is programmable. <laughs> he is one hundred percent. He is like a a, a Dell computer with legs. <laughs> Like he is, he is like a MacBook Pro Pro Plus. Like, but in like the you know like a ninety, uh, like a ninety nine. He's the ultimate three. evolution of the Firefox browser. Yeah. <laughs> ju, 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 ju. You thought Clippy was scary. Goodness. <laughs> Oh my god. I see your time to try and travel back into the past to kill the leader of a rebel resistance. Would you like some assistance? <laughs> Holds up plasma rifle. Oh Gotta go this shit every time I go get here. No, no updates. <laughs> Just wanna play Fortnite. <laughs> I'm glad no, we agree then. The Terminator is definitely not human. <laughs> I'm glad we agree. Although he's, he's equivalent to freaking Iron Giant, man. No, no, no. He's no. equivalent. <laughs> no, the Iron Giant. The you can put his ass back together because he's more machine than hell, okay? <laughs> the Iron Giant saved that little boy. In the Terminator. He saved thing. one boy, and that makes him a human. Don't you tear down my childhood hero. <laughs> All I'm saying is a Terminator mm, ended up being a good Superman. guy. <laughs> no. No. He has to be. He's human. Yes, the Terminator is human. No, the Terminator is not human. Iron Giant is definitely He made a worse. human decision. It was the fact that after it turned into, he kills the T-1000, and he does what's best and puts his body into 
you know... He was programmed to protect John Connor, and the ultimate extension of protecting John Connor is destroying himself so people can't reverse engineer Terminators from finding parts of him. So he is just fulfilling his programming. He that. is a fucking machine. The Iron Giant made the choice to blow himself up to save that little boy. He is a fucking hero. Sorry, I really like that movie. <laughs> No, it's been a lot of time watching the Iron Giant. I see your point. I see your point. Terminator's fax machine. <laughs> this is the most malicious fax machine, but this is a fax machine. He's just a robot with a meat suit. That is. He's a robot in a meat suit. It's messed up. You got me over here like flustered. The Iron Giant. <laughs> I will give you this. He may have started as a machine, but he died a man. Damn it. That's not what I'm looking for. He died a man. <laughs> if he was a machine, so's Corky from Life Goes On. Point uh, uh, <sighs> something. Be like, look, he's got your stretch arm strong. You get the same result as the military did when they attacked the Iron Giant. Go, go, catch it. <laughs> get tomahawked. <laughs> I don't know. Iron Giant is a person. He may have started a machine, but he died a man. That machine is is he he is a hero. Like he learned what Superman was, and he did what Superman would do. And if if he is a machine, then so is Su okay. Wait, hold on. No. <laughs> okay, no, the Iron Giant's a machine. You're good. Ah. <laughs> No, because Superman's definitely not a human, so... Well, Superman is... He's a different construct, though. Like, uh, he's, he's just different. To, well, to quote Batman, Clark's a god, and we're all just lucky he hasn't realized it yet. I mean, granted, he That's makes, true. like, human decisions, but ultimately, nothing matters to him. So... It's honestly... Um, I can't... That would be nature versus nurture. Yeah. Because um, he grew up differently here than he would have on that planet. Oh, yeah. wouldn't have been able to make the same decisions that we did. But mm -hmm. you could say that they were um, human. Because then they, when when the planet was, um, was obviously exploding. when his planet was, like, exactly, was exploding, his parents made the decision to either save him or save themselves. Mm -hmm. and, he, and they chose to save him. Well, they could have only saved one of any, either way. Like, if they would have been like, I'm going to go, it would have been, I'm going to leave you here to die with the baby. Yeah, like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> so I feel like. Hmm. But if we bring up like a, a mother yeah. lion, lion uh, protecting her cub again. Kind of, yeah. It will kind of be in the same, the same category. Okay. So. I can see where you're coming from. The Kryptonians themselves may have been very human. At least in, in that aspect. But. I'm still arguing that Superman isn't. Hmm. I mean, he's not augmented in any way. We've kind of drifted away from that and just to the topic of what makes up humanity. But I would say that once... He's just biologically... He, yeah, he is biologically superior. I hate to, to use that word because it makes me sound very Yahtzee-esque. But he is... Um, just stating it plainly. Yeah, please. that's just the the very PC friendly way I know to say the other words. It rhymes with it, but 
<laughs> he is genetically superior. Superman is quite literally built different. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would say he's definitely not human. Does is that a bad thing? No, he's better than human. He is a god, and we're just lucky he hasn't realized it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he would be a benevolent god. He's obviously been saving us for quite a while. Exactly. But the Iron Giant, on the other hand, like. <clears throat> definitely like he learned what Superman would do and that's when I like it hit me like he's not making a human decision anymore it's he saved the kid but it didn't come from like making the sacrifice It I realized it came from data points It's like, this is what I'm supposed to do because this is what Superman would do. Mm -hmm. It's not about it being smart enough. Look, I'm giving you the caveat. He was a fucking robot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get you. I get you. You're very disillusioned about it now. (laughs) So when you come back from Vietnam and realize no one's super thrilled about it. Oh, man. Okay. I see, um... You gonna say something? No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I still think that Superman wouldn't be... I would consider him just like an upgraded human. I I, see what you mean, God... um, God He is definitely beyond humanity, though. Yes. I mean, because he's not making these decisions, like, out of... There's no sacrifice for him. If anything, I would say he's making them out of vanity. Like, oh, absolutely. Because he could literally clap his hands hard enough to blow up the earth and he'll be fine. He'd just be drifting in the debris. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no real consequence for him. If anything, he's making these decisions based on PR. Like, I get you. It would look really crappy on cameras if I let these guys hit that kid with that van while I was doing this press op down the block. But then so, it... like, he saves the kid. Yeah. When you put it that way, though, I wouldn't consider him some type of AI. Well, I don't necessarily consider him an AI. I just, I consider him playing, like, his mind functions beyond what humanity could comprehend, whether that's a computer or just different physiology, because he's not, the he's not thinking about his actions in the realm that we are. For example, if I right now was given superpowers... I would absolutely 110% be a bad guy. I would be, like, the superest of supervillains. Like, I'm immediately going to go laser open Fort Knox with my heat vision and take all the gold and no one can stop me. I get you. Superman could do that. But I think he understands that there's no point in it. I think he understands that he's going to be here so long that it would just be a smoother ride if everyone liked him. That's true. Like, he's not making decisions the way we would. Mm -hmm. He's playing a different mind game, and I don't think that's a very human thought process. I think it's a very, very alien thought process. That's the best word I know how to put it, because he's an alien. Mm Is like, if I do this, this is the reaction I get. 
I get you. And I don't like that reaction, so I will do this. It because there's no real consequence to him other than. I get you. Oh, I get what you mean. Oh, you have kryptonite. I'm going to lobotomize you with heat vision from low orbit. How will you touch me with your kryptonite now? Like, yeah. he, there's That's no true. real consequence to him. And you can't say, oh, he won't see it coming because the man has x-ray vision. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're walking up on me and I'm just constantly looking through people and I see that you have a lead box in your pocket, I'm not going to be like, yo, what's in your pocket? I'm just going to immediately laser vision you. <laughs> And I'll ask questions later because guess who's going to be here for forever? Me. What are they going to do about it? Because I'm not even going to open the box. I'm going to walk in there, pick it up, and hurl it into orbit. Yeah. If there was kryptonite in it, good luck going and finding it now. I just hucked it to Alpha Centauri. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then would you consider... You wouldn't consider him human, correct? No. Okay. I don't consider Superman human. I think his thought process is very alien. Then I, would I, you I, consider part of his thought process doing right or wrong, or just that? No, I, I don't. I I think that he was drawn, or, or rather written in a way, to make it appear that way. I think that he is the very idea of, you know, America. He is meant to be that idealism that the strong should protect the weak, that justice will prevail. But I, if you ask me what do I think is going on in Clark Kent's head if we looked at it like this was a real universe, do I legitimately believe that every time he saves Lois Lane, he's thinking that Ma and Pa Kent would be really happy with him and that he would get, you know, a pat on the back? No. I think he is absolutely thinking about the fact that Lois Lane is one of the most prominent reporters in the city and works for one of the most respected press organizations. And it is really, really good PR to save that lady every other week. Yeah. Because if you know that she's in that kind of danger all the time and you're Superman... Why are you letting it get so far that she needs saving? Why aren't you just zipping in at twice the speed of sound and nipping this in the bud? The moment three dudes whip up in a van and scream, Get her! Why don't you just pop in from low orbit, slap one of them to a red mist, and tell the other two to go home and tell their friends about it, and now you never have to save Lois Lane again? I get what you mean. But it's really good PR to save her like once or twice a week. It's a business deal to him. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a business deal to him. That If you ask me, what do I think is going on in Superman's head, everything is a business transaction. Everything is about how does this benefit me because I'm going to be here forever. And he knows it. He knows that the only way he dies is if he lets someone kill him. He drops his guard and somebody slips him a kryptonite Mickey or like snipes him from a mile away and he's not listening for the bullet even though realistically he could hear the gunshot from space which makes no sense because sound doesn't travel out there but canonically he can hear things in space so I was like he's probably listening to the guy's breathing exactly and heart rate. he's gonna hear his heart rate slow and go oh that's a military sniper mm-hmm. lasered through the scope congratulations you got like makeshift LASIK 
Free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, free. It only costs you a lifetime of medical bills. <laughs> like, it's all a business deal to him. Because why... What... If you know that you're essentially immortal, you under... Like, if you've grown long enough to understand that you don't really age the way people do... You don't get sick. You you have these godlike powers. What purpose does it serve you to be Superman? What? Why do you make yourself such a target? Why do you go out of your way to constantly be the shield? Why wouldn't you just be Clark Kent all the time? Why wouldn't you just be some dude anonymous with a bunch of money that's you know never gonna die like yeah and anytime you you're like oh i've been clark kent for 80 years i'm gonna fly to dubai and be kent clark <laughs> like you know there's just it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. from a human perspective like i get it if, if you're protecting the ones you love and stuff but ultimately People would like to think that it's a human thought, but it's not. It's a heroic thought, and that's what makes heroes heroes. When you're not sacrificing yourself for your loved ones, when you're, like, sacrificing yourself for just strangers, like, when you literally have no stake in it. It's not even, like, if I don't do this, eventually they're going to come murder my people. When it's literally, like, some aliens are dicking around in orbit with the satellites, so I'm going to go out there and stop them because they got close to Earth. Like, that's Superman-level stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not... No, I get you. That's just not something that I think your average person with those kind of powers is going to make the decision to do. I mean, if it's me or Chucky, we're probably just going to spend a lot of time places we shouldn't, looking through things we shouldn't with X-ray vision. Like... Put in headphones, connect that, you know, like find a playlist we like and just people watch, air quotes. Well, then I get to. <coughs> I wouldn't consider him human in that aspect. Thank you. I am sad, but I, I will agree with you that the Iron Giant is not a person. Like, I definitely think now that he just looked at that, and I think he came to the same conclusion Superman did of, like, I can put myself back together. There's no real sacrifice being made here. Like, this is just really good PR. Yeah. And I think I realized that I had bought into the Iron Giant propaganda and it just kind of shattered my little child dreams. <laughs> like, I realized that for like, you know, 24 years now, I've kind of bought into the, the Iron Giant propaganda. And I'm sad because I, I really, I'm I really sorry. like I'm that. I'm sorry robot. to do this to you. No, you're not. <laughs> Now I've got to figure out how to tell my inner child that he doesn't have much time left to enjoy the Iron Giant. <laughs> well, that was fun. We dripped it all from cyborgs and that the when you lose I mean, humanity, but it's this is pretty good though. We I'm stayed on the topic of humanity. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was and and really we came cool. to some conclusions. 
I'd like to think the ultimate conclusion, though, is that humanity is knowing what's right and what's wrong and still having the ability to do what's right even when it's not necessarily the best so, outcome for you. Okay, so... It's that may you might can be a human being and not make the best choice, but to to retain humanity, the ideal of it. So you have to try and 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 do what's right. So you you said that you would consider um, Superman human, right? Well, I mean, he has there's he doesn't have there's no there's no risk with him. I don't think that he looks at it as you know. I'm doing this for the best of humanity because to him I don't think that it matters like So what do you what would you think about eternity from uh Love and Thunder? Is he is he considered like some kind of I actually have not seen Love and Thunder but you although know, I am aware of the character Eternity. Um Would that be an AI kind of thinking that he's doing like <sighs> Or you think he's doing the human thing and doing the things that he needs to? At a certain point, at a certain point, I think any being with that much power—I mean, I wouldn't even really consider Thor human, and I, I hate to be that way, but the the things that are a threat to him are literally universal level threats, like. I can destroy all of Asgard, or I could blow up all of Midgard, and Thor's, like, getting worried then. But, like, right up until... I mean, this man laughed and fist-fought the Hulk. And, like, he enjoyed that for a solid minute and a half before he realized he was getting in a little bit over his depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, he wasn't really, like, worried for his life. He was just genuinely confused. Like... That was when he started to realize, like, I am deaf. I cannot just wing this. I am going to mm-hmm. have to actually do some work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what you mean? But to, to be like, was he ever genuinely like, I'm going to die? Not until, like, Hella decided to just slap Mjolnir into a bunch of Hemsworth tears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Thor was like... Cause that's, where he suck. Got, Cause that's where he also got his source of power too. Yeah. Like at that moment she basically cucked him. Like yeah. he there was nothing he could do. Like she took his power away from him. That was literally where he got his crap from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now now I would say the decisions he made during the time of Hella smashing Mjolnir and like him getting, you know, Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. Those decisions probably pretty human because I'd like to think there were some massive consequences. Like I have to believe that during that time he was like, "All right, no one shoot me. I, I don't think mean. it will kill me, but I don't want to <laughs> test it." <laughs> like I have to feel like during the time when Mjolnir was gone and before he got Stormbreaker, he was like. No, I'm not going to go fight Thanos. I'm going to go off to space and go play with a giant midget. (laughs) He really said that. Well, I mean, at that point, he thought he was powerless. So he was like, what am I without it? Exactly. 
he there was consequences. He thought he was powerless, and to us, for all we know, he was right. He he was absolutely one hundred percent powerless. So, yeah, I would say right then maybe he was human. But the moment he got the like bifrost wielding rainbow power star murder hammer, mm-hmm. no, like Captain Marvel came in hot. Like that lady just flew in and some shit up for everybody. Thor showed up and chucked an axe into Thanos. Like, yeah. Thanos had literally just ripped a <clears throat> fucking power stone out of Vision's head. It was like, aha, fuck you. And Thor was like, you know what? You. Yeah. And hurled an axe into that man. If he'd have hit him in the face, that <clears throat> would have been the end of it. But he was cocky. Yep. And now I will say that was probably a human trait, but also, like... Animals do that shit. That's that's why gorillas pound their chest and shit. Like when they think they beat something's ass and they're showing off. He showed up with the murder hatchet thing and he was (laughs) like, Look at what my new hatchet can do. Whoa (laughs) And then he wanted to get that witty one liner in, you know, he wanted to be like, Oh, my father killed all the frost giants. I guess I killed all the grape giants. (laughs) Like No, I get what you mean. I mean, because if, if you think about it, like, the human decision in that moment would have absolutely been to just huck it into his face. Mm-hmm. Like, the human decision in that moment would have been, like, you have killed six of my friends. I'm gonna just fucking end you. Like, mm-hmm. no more witty reportee, no no closing comments, no speech, oh, like, credits. <laughs> he regretted it, too. Yeah. He realized he really messed up. He got he got very uh, very rotund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The man definitely had a problem. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, for the first time in my life, it gave me some confidence because I will now and forever be able to say that this this is peak Thunder God performance. <laughs> like it or not, this is peak Thunder God performance. So. Yeah, I, I guess we probably should round this off, but I I would, I I would say that to me humanity is is that instinctual knowledge and and kind of will to do the right thing at least for the people you care about. It's the bonds, the the connections we make in life. The it's the consciousness, the what sentience. Yeah. It's the sentience that makes you human. It's the connections you make, and it's how you how you honor that. I mean, because there are a lot of psychos out there in the world who absolutely just wrecked their own family mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm. I get what you mean. But I would also say that inherently, if you don't have anything to lose like in the case of cyberpunk or altered carbon mm-hmm. if it's if I know for a fact that even if I'm destroyed entirely they're just going to pull a backup and that me is going to continue exactly like I would have if I was here mm-hmm. there's no risk there's there's no mortality there's no finiteness I, I don't know I don't guess that's I don't know if that's human anymore or not I think that's where the line gets blurry for me no oh, well I'm back again I'm back again 
Oh, I died? Huh. Well, I was dead for, you know, a few hours. Now they reboot me to the new body. Would you like having the ability to quick save? <laughs> I'm at the check. I know what happened when I turned this corner. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm going to peek this corner real quick. Hold on. All right, I just I just did a quick backup. Hold on. <laughs> Back of a truck opens up, a whole nother you jumps out, runs up there, looks at the corpse like, you know what? I don't remember what I saw when I looked around that corner, but I'm looking at me and I'm thinking I saw a bullet from that direction. <laughs> Judging from the way I fell, it would have had to come from that way. So I'm just not going to go around this corner. Yep. <laughs> Find another way. <laughs> Backs up in a totally di- different location. Just drag the body back. Put like a Groucho Marx glasses and a helmet on it, and lean it back <laughs> up to see if they're still there. Like weekend at Bernie's style. Yeah. Hang it out and wave. Yeah. <laughs> see, it would trivialize things. Like that's not a very human thought process. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Like, we're laughing about it because it's funny, because it's so alien. Like, there's, in that situation, you should be panicked for your life. You would be, like, kneeled down, like, oh, are they sniping rounds at me? Like, you would be worried. Exactly. You know, you'd be freaking out, trying to, like, do I look around the corner? Do I not? Are they going to shoot at me? But if you if there was no risk, like, it becomes a joke. It becomes a comedy sketch. Like, you may as well play Benny Hill theme music in the background. It'll like, just be... Like jackass. Yeah. It would be jackass. Because you wouldn't care what happened to you. Or it would be like Deadpool, almost. I mean, you wouldn't have the immediate regeneration, but you would have the blatant disregard for everything that is you. And eventually things would just become trivial. Like, Yeah. Eventually you would be like, I've outlived everyone I've ever known. Like, even when I, like, put a gun in my own mouth and off myself, I just wake up in another body. Like, I just get uploaded into a backup or whatever. So, like, eventually you would just get numb to it, and I think then you would lose your humanity. You would lose that perspective that comes with knowing you get one. You get one life. Okay. How about... uh... Thing at the anime, Psycho. Psychopaths? Psychopaths, yeah. So, I I would like. I almost want to say I would like it if that if that system was real, because you used to, I, you do a lot with that. Oh yeah, and like I want to know by what metric do they measure your sanity. And because I would argue that what they're measuring is your humanity. I, don't know, I just can't remember like the that makes sense. I, yeah. I would argue that your psychopath is your humanity. That when it turns black and you're a psycho, you have lost your humanity. You are no longer. You don't have any regard for you, for other people, for anything. You're a danger, an ultimate danger to yourself and everything around you. Mm. You've lost humanity. So then I would say they're not measuring your sanity. They are measuring your humanity, which I I guess I would argue that's what it is to me, is how sane are you, you know? Yes, that that makes sense. I would agree with you. 
And I think that's why you finally broke my heart and won me over with the Iron Giant is because once I realized that he can put himself back together and that's why I've been waiting for a sequel, like he didn't make that decision to save the boy. He made that decision because that's what Superman would do and it's really good PR. Like it's the same, yeah. he, there's no risk to him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, oh, I'm gone forever. He was like, I'll be back. Yeah. Copyright. All right. Well, I feel like we should wrap this up because it's been a good one. It's been a very long one. should always wrap it up. That's just good life advice. Anywho, do you have anything to say before we call it? No closing statements. Credits. <laughs> it's the most human decision. Lauren, anything? I'm with him on this one. <laughs> All right. Until the next time. Later. Peace.